0: I'm Michelle, Certified Personal Trainer and Certified Nutrition Coach.
1: And I'm Marissa, and I'm a Certified Nutrition Coach and Group Fitness Instructor, and this
0: is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit.
1: Tune in for your twice-a-week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Strong and Simple Podcast. This is Marissa bringing you this week's mini-sode, and this week I am going to talk to you all about calories. Um, So before I get started, content warning for this episode, I will be discussing obviously calories, like I just said, but also calorie counting, calorie deficits, and weight loss. So if those are topics that are triggering to you, This is your warning i would not recommend continuing to listen to this episode so that being said i'm going to give you all of the basics uh the information that you need to know really start to finish keep it really simple and hopefully lay everything out for you in a way that makes it easier for you to understand calories and your relationship to them um you know i think that we hear a lot about calories whether it's from certain diet companies whether it's from our peers or the gym that we go to, whatever it is. And there's a lot of misinformation out there and it's just important to, to kind of set the record straight. So you know what you're dealing with and you can make the best decisions for yourself, right? That's why me and Michelle started this podcast to give you the information you need to make the best decisions for yourself as our listeners. So let's start from the very beginning, really, really the beginning. What is a calorie? So In the simplest terms, a calorie is just a unit of energy. That's all a calorie is. And our body uses calories for energy, right? We burn calories in order to create energy for our bodies to do lots of important things. Okay. So calories aren't a bad thing. Calories aren't the enemy. Like we've kind of been led to believe we need calories because our body uses them not just for like exercise and and things like that. I think that we always tend to think about calorie burn in terms of, well, I went to the gym and I exercised today or I took the stairs instead of the elevator. What a lot of folks don't realize is most of the calories that we burn in one day are just used in the processes that keep us alive. So literally just existing in your day-to-day, even if you were just laying in bed all day, you are still burning calories. Your body burns calories to do all of the things it needs to do to keep you alive and functioning as a human being. So we need to be eating enough calories in order to make sure that all of those important processes and functions are happening within our body. The other thing that we don't Often, think of in terms of calorie burn, I think, is just regular activities of daily living. So, washing dishes, cleaning the house, um, you know, chasing kids around, walking from your house to your car, going grocery shopping. All of those things also burn energy, they burn calories. Those are the second biggest use of calories in the day next to the use of calories just to keep us alive is just our activities of daily life and actually the smallest um thing i guess that we do that burns calories or the the activity that's responsible for the least amount of calorie burn Every day for us humans is intentional exercise or intentional movement, intentional physical activity. So that's something to really put in perspective. I think, you know, we are kind of given this. Burn it to earn it mentality in this society where we only think of calorie burn in terms of doing it so that we can also eat. And we only think of calorie burn in terms of something that happens at the gym, when in actuality, the gym is, as I said before, the activity that's responsible for the least amount of calorie burn in our daily lives. And we're burning a heck of a lot on our own just existing. And if we are chronically not consuming enough calories, then there are a whole lot of important processes that aren't going to be happening within our bodies. So that's really the basics. That's what a calorie is. That's why we need them. And that's how we use them. Calories obviously are found in the foods that we eat. And that's, that's how we get the energy that we need. Okay. So I think the next logical direction to take this discussion in, I say discussion like somebody else is here talking with me, this monologue, the next direction to take this monologue in is probably calorie deficits because I think that's always kind of people's next question, right? Okay, so I keep hearing about this calorie deficit that I need to be in in order to lose weight. So what's the deal with that? So what it, what it means to be in a calorie deficit is just that you are consuming fewer calories than you are burning in a day. That's it. There's no like, you know, this many fewer calories. It's just you're burning fewer calories than you are using in a day for those activities, right? For your your daily living activities, for being alive as a human being, and then any other additional movement that you intentionally incorporate into your day um, at the gym or whatever it is. So the way that we calculate a calorie deficit, so I think it's really important to first note before we talk about calculating calorie deficits is that our calculations around calories are incredibly imprecise. Like we're talking estimates at best. So we don't even really have a good way to calculate how many calories are in a given food, let alone how many calories we are actually using as human beings. So everything that we are working with from here on out is is a rough estimate. It is not going to be 100%. Even food labels, right? You have your nutrition facts panel that tell you how many calories in a serving. Even those. Are not accurate when all is said and done. There's an allowance of a margin of error on either side of that, a significant margin of error on either side of that. So, you also cannot assume that just because a package is saying there's 200 calories in a serving, that you're actually consuming 200 calories. You might be consuming 180 calories, you might be consuming 220 calories. There's really no good way to know. And there's, as I said before, really we're not, we don't have a really great way of precisely calculating calorie content of foods either. So that's the big caveat going into the discussion of calorie deficits. So the way that we calculate a calorie deficit, and when I say we, I mean like people like me in the nutrition profession, there's a couple different equations that can be used. And what those equations calculate is your resting metabolic rate or your RMR. And basically what that is, is it's an estimate, a very rough, unscientific estimate of how much you are burning in a day without factoring in like exercise and all that other stuff. So just like you just existing as a human, just plopped to where you are, roughly how many calories you burn just in that resting state, not doing anything. From there, there are multipliers that you add to your results of that equation to factor in things like your activities of daily living and intentional physical activity. And that will give you an estimate of how many calories you burn in a given day. I really, I cannot emphasize enough. Estimate. Literally, these are equations, right? And we know human beings are so, so complicated. There's so much variation, not even from one human being to another, but within the same human being from day to day, right? We cannot be simplified down to a standardized equation. So keep that in mind. Again, we're going off of estimates here. So you do out this equation, you factor in, you add in, you know, it accounts for your age. Um, It accounts for typically some type of body measurement, and then you add in those multipliers for your physical activity, and that's going to give you an estimate of how many calories you burn in a day. And then using that amount, that is how you figure out what you need to eat in order to be eating in a calorie deficit, right? You need to be eating less than what that number you just came up with in doing that equation is. And there are lots of calculators online that you can use, an RMR calculator um, or just a a metabolic rate calculator. You just Google it and you can use a calculator online to figure that out. Now, here's where um, the, the diet culture is wrong part comes into this episode, which obviously if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know, every episode has that nope, diet culture is wrong moment. So here it is. Diet culture will have you believe that you need to be in an extreme calorie deficit in order to lose weight. We're talking like 500 calories or more is what they like to push on folks. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you also know that typically your low calorie diets are going to place pretty much everyone at around 1200 calories a day, which is well below what any adult, any adult needs in order to survive. Okay. We're not, we're not talking about maintenance calories here. We're talking about way less than what we actually need. Okay. So we have this myth that we need to be in this extreme calorie deficit in order to lose weight when that's not actually true. You can be in a calorie deficit of 200 calories and lose weight. You could be in a calorie deficit of hundred calories and lose weight. You do not need to be in an extreme calorie deficit. Now, I want to make a little note here, right? I'm talking about calorie deficit and weight loss as though that's a definite. There's a lot of factors that go into how much the human body weighs. I'm not going into those here because this is a mini-sode and this would be like a six week long episode if I started going into that. So just for the sake of this episode, I'm talking about weight loss just in terms of calorie deficit without going into you know, hormonal state. Um, inflammation, um, health conditions, all these other factors that can complicate, environmental factors, all these other factors that can complicate weight loss. So just to keep things simple, calorie deficit for weight loss, right? We do not need to be maintaining a massive calorie deficit in order to achieve weight loss. Now, is being in a massive calorie deficit going to result in faster weight loss? Most of the time, yes, it will. But that's not necessarily sustainable weight loss, right? You can't starve yourself forever and ever, (laughs) right? Um, Either you're going to eventually have to eat because you cannot deal with it anymore or you starve to death. So there's that. Um, But likewise, even if you are in a small calorie deficit, we are not made to be in a calorie deficit for long periods of time. So you can lose weight, right, with just a small calorie deficit. It's going to take you longer than it would if you were in an extreme calorie deficit, but it's going to be more sustainable for you. It's not going to be as challenging to stick to as eating only 1,200 calories a day. So it's going to be more doable for you. You're going to feel better dealing with it. But we need to keep in mind, no human being is made to be in a calorie deficit for long periods of time. You can only stay in a calorie deficit for so long and then you need to go back up to at least your maintenance calories. Not just because you're going to get hungry, but because if you are not giving your body enough fuel to do the things that it needs to do and the things that you are asking it to do, then something has to give. And that's when we see things like uh, amenorrhea is a really great example of the human body shutting down certain processes because it doesn't have enough energy to do the things it needs. So if you're not familiar, amenorrhea is is the loss of menstrual cycle. Um, And we very often see that as a result of insufficient calories being consumed because something's got to give. And so the body says, okay, We're not getting enough calories to do all the things we need to survive. We need to start shutting down some of the less essential things. Boom. No period anymore. Okay. So that's why you can't be in a calorie deficit for long periods of time. You're asking your body to do the same amount or maybe more if you're starting a new exercise program. You're asking your body to do the same amount or more with less, right? It's like, you know, I'm not a, not a big fan of the human body as machine analogies because they're grossly oversimplified and usually inaccurate, but I do think this is a really good analogy here in this situation. You can't ask your car to run on too little gas, right? What's going to happen if you're constantly not putting enough gas in your car and just trying to drive further and further on fumes and then on an empty tank, right? The car is going to break down same thing with your body can only run on fumes for so long before it breaks down so even if you're feeling like yeah you know it's actually it's pretty easy to eat within this calorie deficit you know i'm only about 200 calories under my maintenance and i'm feeling pretty good and i'm losing lots of weight so i'm just gonna keep doing it you still need to take a break and come back up to those maintenance calories in order, uh, to stay healthy and to keep your body doing the things that you need to do. So that is what it means to be eating in a calorie deficit. Now you often will also hear about the reverse, right? Eating in a calorie surplus, which means eating more than your body burns in a day, which we typically see associated with weight gain. Again, lots of other factors involved, not always going to be the case, um you know like i said there's a whole other stuff there's a lot of other stuff that goes on there um but that's what a calorie surplus means is just eating more calories than you burn in a day now here's the other kind of complicated thing it all kind of comes out in the wash in a way right you don't have to maintain a calorie deficit every single day for however long you're trying to in order to see some weight loss, right? You might be in a calorie deficit five days out of the week, eat at maintenance one day, eat in a surplus another day, and still see some weight loss. You might be in a calorie deficit four days out of the week, eat at maintenance twice out of a week, and eat in a surplus one day of the week and still see some weight loss, right? Because our bodies are really cool. They can adapt the things very, very well, and they can adjust to things, right? So it's kind of like, you could think of it more as like the totality of everything that you're doing rather than a day-by-day kind of nickel and diming thing, right? Your body's not sitting there like, oh, up, 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 up. You ate an extra 100 calories today and we didn't need that. So even though you were 200 calories under yesterday, we're going to gain five pounds. That's that's not how it works at all. Um, It's whatever you're doing most of the time that's going to kind of control the outcome. So that's another thing that I think we forget about when it comes to counting calories, calorie deficits, and that's what what diets want you to think, right? They want you to think you have to do this one hundred percent. It's all or nothing. And if you eat over your calorie budget on one day you failed. You start you got to start all over again or just throw in the towel. And that's not true at all. And then this this whole like cheat day mentality which makes it so much worse, right? Cuz you know, cheating's a bad thing. So to call it a cheat day if you happen to eat at maintenance or in a surplus one day gives it this negative connotation and makes you feel guilty about it. And Again, you get to this point where either you swing way back in the opposite direction and start restricting extremely, or you say, Well, fuck it and just throw in the towel. Well, I screwed up. What's the point now? I'm gonna I'm gonna gain all this weight because I had a cheat day when that's not at all how the human body works. So that's the other little thing, another little caveat. So, you know, I I wanted to try to simplify all of this today, and I think what I actually ended up doing was just highlighting how complicated <laughs> the whole situation is. But I do hope that this was helpful um, to just break down you know, what you need to know about calories, what a calorie is, the fact that calories are not a bad thing. We need them. We need enough of them. And that... You know it's not good to be in a calorie deficit for long periods of time, and it's also not good to be in an extreme calorie deficit. If you're going to do it, you can do it in moderation, and it'll it'll shake out for you. So that's my mini miniisode for the week, talking all about calories, the four hundred one on calories. Um, as always, a reminder: if you have questions, if you have topics you want us to discuss, if you have comments or stories. Oh my God. Stories. I love stories. Send me stories. Um, You can email us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. You can always join the conversation over on our Instagram at strongandsimplepodcast. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tell your friends and yeah. Have a great week. This has been an episode of the strong and simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at strong and simple podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strong and simple podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
0: We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many native nations of whom the land belongs, to respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the canceling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks.
1: The content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.